Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Cigar Guys podcast. We are here with the usual suspects. I have Mark Nikolai, Jared Burrows. <laughs> I just blanked on your name for a second. <laughs> um, Zachary Nikolai. And then we have... <laughs> Why? I don't know. And then we have... <laughs> Uh, special guests who you may or may not know from the cigar TikTok world. We have the man himself, the cigar host. He is over here in the studio. How you doing today, Joe? Good. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely, man. Thank you for being here. So we're going to talk a little bit about what you do because it's a topic we haven't touched on yet. I think it's a very unique uh, business model that you have. So go ahead and uh, introduce yourself and tell us what you do like in a general sense. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, like you said, you know, on that uh, great uh, intro, <laughs> my name is Joe. I'm based out of New Jersey, but um, I started a cigar business where I took my passion of cigars and actually started honing in on, you know, trying to learn how to roll cigars. Uh, I turned a hobby into a business. And next thing you know, we started uh, doing weddings, corporate <clears throat> events, backyard parties and just started growing the business. Now we literally travel pretty much all over the country and, uh, you know, we hand roll cigars at large events like that and just share our cigar experience with everybody. So it's really cool, you know, a business model. And also it's just really fun to share my passion and the guys that are with me, our passion of cigars with everybody else. So. Absolutely. And, uh, number one, we are wearing fedoras for those of you that don't know, the cigar host, he's a big fedora guy, so we're wearing right. some fedoras in his now, honor. Now I feel like I should throw mine on. I didn't know if I should throw yeah, it on. Yeah, please do. Do it. <laughs> all right. All right. Hold on one second. All right. So we're lighting up uh, some cigars that Joe has sent us as well. These are uh, Connecticut shade-wrapped cigars, uh, I assume wrapped by Joe himself. So we're going to go ahead and light these up and uh, enjoy them. Let's see. He's still MIA. All right, so we're going to light these up. What do you guys think? First impressions. He's back. How are you? No stuff. All right, I got to go underneath. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, we had some trouble trying to figure out how to put these uh, headsets on. Yeah, yeah, we got some uh, some cheap fedora, so uh, it may we, not could, work. we could easily bend them and fold them, but uh, that, that one seems a lot nicer than ours. Yeah, no, that I, I like my hat, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't don't uh, don't stress the hat too much if you uh, don't have to. But no, there it goes. Uh, I heard you guys saying you were smoking my cigar, so um, uh, thank you guys. You know, I I always say to everybody too, I love criticism. So everybody's got a different palate, as you guys are well versed in this. Um, so I I definitely love criticism. Criticism does not scare me. And I always ask for feedback. Okay, well, I'm going to tell you right uh, yeah. now, it sucks. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you, walked, you walked into an hour-long <laughs> show. Bring it. Bring it. <laughs> so um, is there any particular reason why you sent Connecticut? Like, is that your favorite? Or is it just, you know, what's the reason for that? Yep. So I only roll uh, two, kind, uh, two blends right now. One, the Maduro, and then one, the Connecticut. The Connecticut is my most popular, and it's also the one that I bring to almost all my events. Mm -hmm. um, I have a due diligence, right? So yeah. I, I have to go to the lowest common denominator at a large event where I have two, three, four hundred people. My my job is also to make sure everybody's having a great time and enjoying mm -hmm. the cigar experience. So I don't like to provide a cigar that's going to knock somebody down. Listen, I love I love getting a little buzzed and you know smoking my heavy cigars. But it, it sometimes isn't appropriate when you have a large crowd 
and I have to make sure that everybody, because I'm getting, you know, people that have never smoked before. I'm getting women that never smoked before. So that's why I always try to recommend the Connecticut. But if I do have a guest that insists on Maduro, usually mm-hmm. we'll do like a 50 50 or something like that. 25, 75 split percent, yeah. you know, wise. But no, that makes sense. I mean, you generally want a lighter cigar for some of the newer people. Uh, right, Connecticut's right. generally are lighter. And uh, so far, uh, a few puffs in, the the wrapper does have really good flavor. So um, thank you. I think a lot of times when people have a Connecticut cigar for the first time, it's hard for them to taste the flavors because it's sometimes a lighter cigar, like very light. Uh, but right. this one, you can taste the flavors pretty well. So I can imagine that it's good for new smokers uh, at these events. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And also, I've been smoking yours as well. So I'm lighting yours up right now. <laughs> oh, look this at that. One. Yeah, I love the first one that I had the other day. So this is uh, this is going to be a nice little treat. So I was going to say, we got to be careful now because now he could, you know, throw yeah. some. <laughs> yeah, now, now back. We, we have to be OK with the criticism, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> which we are. So, you know, let us know what you think, uh, you know, on camera, off camera. We'll take yeah. it. Yeah. No, that, listen. You know, in any business, I feel criticism is always great. You know, mm-hmm. you want somebody to uh, not bash you, but you right. want you want constructive criticism. And that, I think, helps everybody grow. And uh, like I said, I'm not scared of that. I, I actually, uh, you know, accept that and, and look for that. So, mm-hmm. Well, I think, too, especially uh, for smaller businesses in the cigar industry, uh, you definitely want that criticism up front because you can't get very far if your cigars are not good. You know, so you right. might as well find out early on. You know, hey, right. is my cigar good? Is my cigar, you know, not so good? Yeah, exactly. So what did you think of uh, the base of cigar so far? You've had it once, you said? Yes, I did. I, I smoked it all the way down to the nub. That means I really liked it. So burning <laughs> my fingers. Uh, you know, it was, it was excellent. I'm a big uh, bourbon and scotch guy, so I paired it with uh, a Woodford Reserve. Mm-hmm. And oh, that's a good one. Me, it was, yeah, it, it was perfect. I mean, I got little notes of spice and cedar. It, it was really, really nice cigar. The construction was great, on point. Um, I didn't have any issue with construction, so I highly recommend it. And, you know, I greatly appreciate you guys sending me some. So thank you. Yeah, of course, man. Thank you for sharing your cigars as well. Very good so far. So you said that uh, you are a cop, correct? I am. Yes. How long have you been uh, serving? So I'm in my uh, just started my 12th year. Um, wow, nice. So I'm in a, in a small, small town in New Jersey. But um, yeah, started my 12th year. It goes by very fast. But yeah, so you're in. Uh, you're you're in Winnipeg by JR Cigars, right? Uh, yes, yeah. So that's where I, I actually grew up in uh, uh, Whippany, and uh, yeah, JR Cigars right down the street from me. And uh, you know, I I go there all the time, hang out over there. But uh, recently, I was actually on their podcast the other day. I know you guys were as well. They have a great setup over there. It's great. Yeah, they've they've yeah, got a very cool. very nice setup. They're cool guys too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So. Um, how long have you been smoking cigars for, like, you know, as a pastime? So I started actually smoking cigars. Uh, it's going to be a little frowned upon, and I don't condone it, but back in high school. So I was... Tiss, I was tiss, tiss. This, <laughs> Yeah, right? Uh, you know, I, I, I was big into sports, so I didn't really... I Listen, we all, you know, partaked in some activities, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah. I wasn't a big drinker just because of sports, you know, kind of uh, was my thing. So... My little outlet was smoking cigars. I didn't smoke high end, obviously, then. But I, uh, I do 100% remember tapping into the Rocket Patel Edge Lights. And mm. those definitely stick in my head as far as one of the main cigars that I used to smoke back then. And, uh, you know, then after, you know, smoking, I'm sure it's the same thing with you guys. You know, you start 
finding what you like and, and tweaking it. So I started really diving into, I would say, the premium cigars more into college. Mm, okay. You know? Yeah. And then what got you into, uh, well, actually, what came first, the TikTok or the business itself? Oh, 100% the business. Okay, yeah. yeah. And you said you've been doing that for how long? So the business actually, uh, I, form, form, I formed the business as an LLC in November of 2021. Okay. Yep. So uh, it's actually not that old. And then I started growing, obviously, the business. The TikTok, I want to say, I started just kind of posting videos about cigars and not really so much of the, the tips and the uh, informational stuff. But I started doing that probably within the first year of the business. So sometime in early 2022. Okay, yeah. I think that's around the same time we started. Yeah. We kept we, arguing because we were trying to figure out if we started in 2021 or 2022. <laughs> and we figured yeah, out it yeah. was 2022. If you want, I can yeah. just scroll back and figure out. You know, <laughs> that's what I did. <laughs> so now you started the LLC in 21, late 21. Uh, I'm guessing you probably did a few events before that. Um, was it hard to get into those events? Like I know the Northeast was kind of strict when it came to COVID, you know, getting out of 2020 into 2021. Um, so was, was that difficult for you or was it kind of starting to open up when you started coming in? So to actually answer uh, part of the question, I had zero events before mm. I started the business. Oh, really? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So the way the way it actually started is very interesting. Um, I actually started rolling cigars in my garage because I was a bodybuilder and I would compete. Gym shut down during COVID. Yeah. So I had nothing to do. That was my outlet. That was my de-stressor. You know, I would come home from work and go to the gym, you know, blow off some steam, stuff like that. So I just started going to my garage and smoking cigars, started looking on YouTube. And I was like, you know what? I really want to try to roll my own cigar. I have the passion for it. I love cigars. I love everything about it. I want to learn more. And that was it. I, I bought a ton of stuff online, started rolling my own cigars. And then once I got what I thought was pretty good at it, I started handing them out to people. And again, criticism is, is your friend as long as you use it appropriately. And I started handing them out first to my friends because I didn't want to get, you know, uh, annihilated with criticism. <laughs> so I was like, Let, let's tiptoe into the water here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then I started handing them out to people I don't know. And mm -hmm. that was my biggest um, aha moment is when people were like, no, really, you, you did, definitely didn't roll these. And I was like, no, all right. So now I got something. So I approached my wife and I was like, you know, I know you think I'm crazy already because it's like <laughs> the third business I started in three years. But, <laughs> I felt that. Uh, yeah. Um, but she was like, you know what? You have passion for it. Go for it. I support you. So I that's when November came around and I was like, you know, let's start the LLC. And I didn't land my first uh, wedding or gig, however you want to call it, until uh, April of 2022. Oh, wow. OK, so. Right. I, I was hitting the ground running, hustling and trying to market myself. And I'm not too savvy with Facebook, but I started doing the Instagram, the TikTok, all that stuff. And somebody found me in Pen far out into Pennsylvania, like three hours from where I am. And that was my first uh, wedding I landed. So very nice. So you learned entirely from YouTube or did you end up taking an actual class? No. So I, I self-taught and uh, started messing around with it. And then I wasn't good. Then I started watching YouTube videos. I started uh, actually watching uh, educational videos on it, like uh, like a course on mm -hmm. it. And then I just started fine tweaking my own, like watching Cuban rollers and how they do certain things compared to maybe people in, in Nicaragua or 
um, you know, Dominican Republic because they have different styles. And there's not obviously you guys know this. There's not one style that is right or wrong. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to kind of see what was good for me and the way I wanted my cigars to come out. So I, you know, applied a triple cap on it. I did a double binder. Some people don't do double binder. So it, it really is you know, up to you how you want to construct your cigar, which is one of the aspects I absolutely love. Mm -hmm. um, and again, obviously, you guys know that, I'm sure, with, uh, you know, making your cigar. So, um, see, yeah, I told you, Mark, we don't need to take a class. We can just go to YouTube. <laughs> 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 no, but so uh, yeah. tell us a little bit about um, this cigar, like the, uh, the regions where you get, you know, the wrapper, the binder and the filler. So it's a Dominican Puro. Okay. So that means uh, obviously all the tobacco is from Dominican Republic. Hmm. So I import all the tobacco and then um, we uh, I do a blend of Seco and Lajero. Mm. So I like to do like a three to one ratio this way. Again, I I'm not really making a cigar for the retail market. Mm. Right? I, right. I'm doing it more for my large events. I want my cigar to be good and I want it to be enjoyable. But I again, I, I need to be able to provide a good cigar that's going to last about 45, 45 minutes to an hour and really have an impact as far as flavor and not knock anybody down. And that's what I was trying to zone in on with the uh, the tobacco choice and and the way that I do the ratio of the leaves. Mm -hmm. Very nice. So have you um, thought about like being able to grow your options and in the future, maybe like for events, um, kind of try out different blends like you could have you know three to five different blends or do you think it's best for to just stick to the two or you know maybe three so i learned early on as far as uh business goes i had a clothing business when i was bodybuilding a lot of skews is a little tough mm. so right now since i i am smaller i would probably stay where i am as far as the two skews one being the, the same size the robusto size but being the maduro and the connecticut but Another thing is the business is going down a road and then at the end of the road, there's so many different paths that have opened up already. Mm. So you think you're going one way and then next thing you know, it's like, hold on a minute. This opportunity is coming up, this opportunity. So I don't I, I can't say I don't see us growing and, and not maybe coming out with a retail cigar down the down the line, maybe in a year or two, three years. Who knows? But I think for the purpose of small events, mm -hmm. sticking with this. And then growing and seeing where this opportunity, these opportunities that are coming up and, and popping up every single day, you know, take us, you know. Yeah, so. no, that's a good point. I think, too, I mean, what's great about you basically having, you know, the leaves and rolling yourself is if a specific event came up where maybe it was more uh, people that smoke cigars more often, they know what they're doing. You are able to just order different types of, you know, miners and fillers and wrappers or whatever the case may be. And you can just make, you know, five different cigars if you really needed right. to. Right. Yeah. One hundred percent. The only ones that I, I do source and I don't make myself are infused cigars. So mm. uh, yeah. I haven't even tapped into that world yeah. yet. Um, obviously, that's a little bit more difficult, a little bit more uh, time consuming and, and uh, you know, labor intensive. So I didn't even tap into that. When I do get requests for that, I do have a, a manufacturer in Dominican that I, I use. OK, um, so you, you just know, have so. those already made. You don't roll them yourself or anything like those, that. Yeah. And yeah. And I they actually even have the, the manufacturer's label still on it. Oh, okay, and I just yeah. add that as as a, you know, add on package, you know, or something to our our other packages. You know, if somebody's looking for a couple cigarellos or, you know, something flavored. You know, we can offer that. As yeah. Try especially to be... for the ladies and the, you know, the bride. <laughs> right. No. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. Funny thing is the the first 
wedding I ever did going back in that uh, first April time, the bride actually booked me. Oh, wow. So when we when we got there, she was the one that wanted the cigar bar. She was the one smoking the cigar outside. <laughs> and I was like, nice. wow, this is awesome. And I don't know if you guys seen this, but the trend of women today smoking cigars is such on a ride. I mean, mm -hmm. my table swarmed with people uh, at a wedding and I would probably say 40, 30, 30 to 40% are the women, which yeah. is awesome to see. You know, it's, it's really cool. So that's definitely, yeah, we've talked about this a few times. There's definitely an uptrend in women smoking cigars, whether it's just, you know, a little bit or they get into yeah. it. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, female cigar influencers now that are, right. you know, always popping up on Instagram, smoking cigars, all the latest stuff. So yeah, I think it's a great thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It helps the, helps the industry. Of so. course. Yeah. You know, if it's just a male dominated industry, that's only half the world you can market to. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, even, even at our local lounge over here or a few of our local lounges, if it's like, you know, a night out, a lot of young people are going out. We'll yeah. Like see, a weekend usually. Yeah. Like yeah. we'll see a lot of like girls come in with their boyfriends and be like, oh, you know what? Let me try one. Let me get a cigar. You know, what's a light cigar I could smoke? But it's and, funny because kind of like what you said, sometimes the girl, it looks like she knows what she's doing more or she's smoking like what you would call like the stronger cigar. Yeah, and, like, and then he yeah, smokes a flavored. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen, you know, I said everybody's got a different palate. Mm -hmm. So, you know, definitely this this girl, this uh, bride, she knew what she wanted and she was enjoying it. So oh, that's it was, awesome. It so that was the first yeah. gig you said. That was my first ever cigar rolling event that I did out in public. Yeah. So do the... Uh, the brides usually book it or does the groom do it? Because I know sometimes the bride, you know, ends up planning everything for the wedding. Uh, yeah, it's it's 50 50. I mean, I've dealt with uh, brides that are control for everything from start to finish. Yeah. And then I've dealt with, you know, grooms that say this is the only thing that my uh, my fiance allowed me to <laughs> run with. So, you know, I'm going to hit it, hit it out of the park, you know, mm -hmm. to show, you know, that I could do something, um, which is funny. And then I get a lot of, um, you know, mom of the bride or mom of the groom, stuff like that. That, you know, they want to book on behalf of, uh, you know, their uh, son or daughter or something like that. So. So is it just you or do you have, you know, employees or interns or anything like that? So I started just by myself. Obviously, my wife in the background helping me uh, as much as she can. And then we started getting double book, triple book, quadruple mm -hmm. book. And obviously, I'm only one person. I can't. I, there were times where I was literally running from South Jersey making another event up in North Jersey and vice versa in the same night, same day hustling. I mean, it, it was a little crazy, mm. but now I brought on a few uh, family members and, and some very uh, very close individuals that, you know, have been close to me uh, pretty much my whole life that I could trust because as you guys know, with your business, it's a representation of you guys. Right. Mm. So um, this is a very, very important time in people's lives and, and big milestone parties. Like we've done, uh, baptisms we've done uh gender reveals weddings hmm. so i don't want to go there and disappoint anybody yeah so i need somebody that i can trust and somebody that's reliable so i i tried to stay close within you know my uh circle there and you know we've been they've been nothing but the best to me and uh i think i have now about seven or eight guys wow. that um, i'm comfortable i've trained the way that i want them to roll the cigars uh to represent us and you know go out there and and roll for me so Oh, that's awesome. You definitely need people, especially when you're not there, that you can trust that are basically right. like an extension right. of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. So, so we're, we're growing. In, yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. <laughs> we're in the, uh, I guess we're approaching the end of the first third here. Jared, of course, is halfway through because he's the fastest smoker. But uh, so I got, um, 
I could show you that a little bit. I got a nice ash on there. Zach had a nice ash on there, but I think he. Yeah, uh, I, I was scared, so I, I ended up putting <laughs> ash on it. But the construction is really good, and the ash yeah, isn't flaky sure. or anything like that. It's holding on nicely. So I uh, definitely yeah. know what you're doing. Wait, I can I, say that wait, much. I can still grab it. Look at that. <laughs> oh, there you there go. You go. <laughs> so I guess you know a thing or two about rolling cigars because the construction is really good and the draw is good too. It's not too tight or anything like that. Yeah. I tend to I tend to actually have a, a looser draw and some people that that's some criticism I've gotten. You know, the draw is a little too loose, stuff mm -hmm. like that. But listen, I mean, when you're rolling how many hundreds and I haven't been doing this for, you know, 50 years like uh, like they do in, in some factories and stuff. So, again, I'm always trying to learn. I'm always trying to improve mm -hmm. and try to take that criticism. Like I said, I sat down with Steve Sock at the uh, PCA this year in Vegas. And mm -hmm. man, the 10, 15 minutes that I had with that guy. He is so humble for obviously you guys know who he is from Dumbarton Trust, a master blender. And he would just laugh when I was like, oh, I have the opportunity to sit down with a master blender. He's like, stop, stop. You know, and he was telling me, he's like, you're doing everything right. Just keep doing it. Have fun and do what you want with your cigar. You know, obviously listen to everybody else, but do what you want. And, you know, I think that that's exactly what you guys did with uh, your cigar, too. You know, I was watching your uh, your JR Cigar podcast with them. And I love the backstory about the way you guys designed the uh, the bands and the name and everything. And, you know, to me, that's that I can get behind a cigar like that. Mm -hmm. I'd rather go get behind a small, uh, smaller brand like that or uh, what they call a boutique cigar. I know some people don't like that name, but um, the smaller guys and that are putting the passion and the love into their cigar because it shows, you know, so. No, yeah, I appreciate that. And yeah, actually, to back to what you were saying, we actually prefer a looser draw or a tighter draw. And you might have yeah. noticed, too, with the base side, it's on the more yeah. loose side. Yeah, because yep. I mean. To me, a tighter draw, I don't know. It just feels like a chore sometimes. You know, I completely you're... agree with you. Yeah. But some yeah. people, I mean, they prefer it. And we've gotten criticism, too. They're like, oh, you know, it, it should be tighter. And, you know, that's just up to preference, I guess. You know, we prefer it on the yeah. loose side. Yeah, honestly, this is perfect. This is right in my wheelhouse as far as the draw. I, I wouldn't make it any tighter. Why, why would, like you said, <laughs> why, why make it a chore? Right? Exactly. No, yeah. no, that's exactly what I think. Yeah. And, and we, we tried it, too, when we were uh, testing different cigars and stuff we're like oh yeah let's put more tobacco in it let's try to make it a little bit tighter and when we got it we're like no it it changed the experience of the cigar way mm -hmm. too much we're like we're gonna we're gonna stick with our guts on this one so we right. went back to that but especially for, i mean for weddings and stuff like i know you said you know you usually tend to make them looser it's like i'd rather especially at a wedding mm -hmm. have it you know have a loose draw this way you're not worrying about you know it going out you like work yeah. in the cigar as you're trying to drink, talk to other people. Because the, la I mean? the like, last thing you want to do too is if you're out there having fun, you don't want to have to focus on trying to smoke the cigar. Yeah. You want it to be a little yeah. more natural. Right, right. This is this is just an accent to the 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 wedding. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So, like you, you might get one or two guys uh, sit down and that's what they want to do for the whole wedding is right. just sit there smoke cigar. That's cool. But ninety nine percent of the people, like you said, they're. They're out there. They're having fun. They're having a drink, getting fresh air. Oh, the cigar table. Oh, all right. Yeah, let's light a couple up, have 25 minutes there. And then they're back in dancing and having a good time. So, yeah, that's pretty much us at weddings. The last yeah, one pretty we went much. to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There was no cigar table, but, you know, we, we brought the cigars. Make oh, you guys should have called me. I would have came for you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, it wasn't our wedding. You know, I don't think the bride would have wanted a cigar table. There. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. It, it, it was in the Bronx, though. So Eastwood Manor, you know. You're... Oh, I'm not even talking about that one. I was talking about the one in Florida. Oh yeah, that would have been <laughs> yeah. good though. Yeah, in Eastwood Manor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, Eastwood Manor, you're not allowed to smoke in it, but like everyone smokes in it. So like, <laughs> oh really? Yeah, yeah. Once once you're like an hour in in the wedding, yeah, they don't you know, care. Yeah. We have one guy just light up a cigarette, and then everyone starts lighting up cigarettes and cigars inside and, the venue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> See, I've I've never had that. Yeah, 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 that, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I figured that's hard to come by too, but I think it depends on the state to state too because we've been learning that, you know, like here in Florida, for example, um, you can't smoke in a restaurant. You know, right. if you have a cigar lounge, it's got to be like a cigar lounge slash cigar bar. But states like uh, Michigan, the laws are a little more lax. You can have like a full dining restaurant and then you can have a cigar lounge and everything inside. Yeah. See, New Jersey is extremely strict. So um, JR Cigar is one of the only places I think in New Jersey. There might be one or other one, one or two more that were actually grandfathered in mm-hmm. when they made the law. Mm-hmm. And I believe that the. uh the tobacco sales has to be over like 51% of the sales yeah. to uh, be able to have something like that, you know, so. Yeah, it's kind of hard to do, too, because usually the liquors where the money's being made. Of course, yeah. of course, you know. And uh, then I, I heard, too, though, like when it comes to cigar lounges or cigar stores, I mean, especially if they don't have a bar, they got boxes is like their big thing. I mean, obviously, they're not making money off of someone that comes in and buys a cigar and hangs out like they got to sell boxes. Right. So. Right. I mean, yeah, but yeah, New, New Jersey is one of those states. Unfortunately, they just got really strict. And, yeah. Uh, and, and the importation tax is ridiculous. Yeah. So yeah. just just for a reference, if I import a cigar finished, like let's say I buy your cigars and I import them even at wholesale. Right. I have to pay 30 percent off the bat to the state of New Jersey of whatever the price was. So let's say a box of cigars that I order for wholesales. I don't know, 200 bucks immediately. I'm paying $60 to the state of New Jersey. Mm. So it's like, how do you, how do these guys in retail even make it? You know? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's kind of hard. I mean, I'm, I'm blessed because I order the leaves and then I roll my cigar. So there's no importation tax, mm-hmm. you know, for me, yeah. unless I'm ordering those flavored cigars that, you know, for special clients or something like that. But, um, so it's, uh, it's kind of crazy. I mean, New York, they're trying to tax the, the, uh, cigars are crazy over there. Yeah. yeah. They're trying to it's increase nuts. it. I mean, we were over there in New York a couple months ago and yeah, that yeah, place we went standard. to, we went to Soho cigar lounge. I mean, the prices were triple what we're used to down here. And right. you know, that, that was on the higher end. Some places it's usually double, but it's insane over there, you know, especially most States up North. Yeah. Yep. How is it down, uh, down in Florida? Is it, reasonable or oh there's taxes n- like yeah, there's, no there's like, no importation tax or anything like that so basically whatever the retail price is like that's what it is really yeah so no, it's like c- cigars are the capital or that you guys are the cigar capital yeah you like got tampa yeah i think yep. that and like places like new hampshire there's no tax um i want to say connecticut but i might be wrong about that but i know new hampshire for sure is one of those states closer to you where you don't have to worry about that Right. I know Pennsylvania is not too bad. I, I don't know exactly what the tax mm-hmm. number is, but I know, know it's not too bad. Yeah. Unfortunately, so. it's those, uh, those big cities or the states that have those, you know, popular cities like New York City, L.A., those areas. Right. Right. Yeah. So yeah. How, how many events are you doing like on the regular? Like how many a month would you say you've been doing? So we do quite a bit. There's uh, there's peaks and valleys as far as, you know, uh, northern New Jersey. We have different weather and stuff. So obviously the winter months, we have some events, but it's not as much. I would say this past October was by far uh, the busiest Mm. month we've ever had in our business uh, since our business was established. I guess you got to think about the when people get married more, like when's wedding season, so to say. 
Yeah, and and that's actually a great point. So wedding season, um, by just talking to professionals in the industry, whether they do, you know, makeup, hair, or bartending, whatever it is, bands, DJs, they always used to say that it was always in uh, the the summer months. Now they're starting to see a trend, and it's actually becoming the fall months. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't expecting that, and this year, just I mean, that solidified my mindset on it because. I want to say this summer we we were very busy this summer, but in October this October I want to say we had over twenty three events um, hmm. in two weeks or three weeks something like that. Oh wow! Just, wow. So nice. yeah, we we were hustling. Uh, a lot of them are PBA events and fire departments that um, I love doing charity events and PBA events, giving back. Hmm. Um, with those, we try to help them literally cut every corner we possibly can to make them as much money. So I think we've done this year. 15 charities that are not uh police or fire related so again i i'll what we'll do is we'll set it up the whole way i'm very good at it now lining the whole entire structure up so at the end of the night whatever money we make boom we write them a check and uh you know we i'm i'm blessed to be able to have the opportunity to share like i said to have a business to share my experience with everybody so my cigar experience so when I get a charity like that, I don't even try to make money. What I do is I write that check and then in hopes that the two, 300 people there, somebody's going to book me for their wedding. Somebody's going to book me for a party, you know, down the road. And it, it happens. It happens. So, yeah. no, that's awesome. I think you definitely, uh, you know, you when you reap, you, you reap what you sow, you know, so uh, it's 100%. great to give back to the community, especially, you know, it's like the firefighters or police departments or stuff like that. I mean, you being a police officer, too, you know, you understand uh, being on that side of the fence. Yeah, 100 percent. And, you know, it's nice. It's it's something I love to do. So to me, I'll, I'll go anywhere right. and roll cigars. That's fine with me. <laughs> so, you know, I, get to, I get to smoke a cigar, hang out, talk to people. You know, so. Yeah, that's what we say all the time. I mean, like, you know, it, it's, sometimes it's not even about the money. Like it could be, you know, a good year, or a bad year, but we're still doing what we love. I mean, right. you know, smoking cigars because for us, like the whole reason we started the business, too, is because like we're smoking cigars anyway. We might as well try and turn it into something productive, whether we make money or, you know, make content, which is where it started, you know? Absolutely. So obviously you're in the same boat. Yeah, absolutely. You re- you try to build a business around something you love and it, it obviously shows through you guys and shows through all like your, your Instagram, your TikTok, everything that you're doing. And people want to associate with that. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm a big believer in, in that. Like you said, you know, just keep doing what you love. And if you can build a business around it, go for it. Absolutely. So was TikTok your first platform that you started with? No. So the first platform I started with was Instagram. Okay. And the way I started that was I literally just started posting photos of cigars I was smoking on vacation or every third photo. I believe I was posting a black and white photo of a celebrity mm. who smoked, who was smoking a cigar. So it didn't matter. The celebrity it didn't matter the walk of life. As long as they were somewhat of a celebrity. Because my idea behind it was I wanted to show that, again, it didn't matter the walk of life. It didn't matter male, female. A lot of people in the celebrity Hollywood aspect smoke cigars. And then when they see that, they're like, oh, she smokes cigars. All right. Well, I guess it's not that bad. Right. So and that's what I started doing every third foot post. And I think that kind of helped me as far as getting brides on board. You know, when they see a picture of J-Lo smoking a cigar, if they see a picture of Beyonce mm-hmm. smoking a cigar. That, that was my mindset behind it. So I kind of got away from that right now. Um, but in the very beginning, that's what I started with. Yeah. Well, especially, I mean, the TikTok took off uh, for you pretty well. I think you're, uh, are you at 30,000 around there? 
I think 35. Yeah. And change yeah, something see. like that. So um, I think I actually now it's funny. I just two days ago, I think I got shadow banned. So um, I went from uh, getting, I don't know, a couple thousand views within seconds to post. I'm sure you guys are the same way. And then the past four videos I posted between the, you know, there are four or five videos. I think I've gotten like 100, 200 and yeah. zero. If you look at the algorithm um, on the backside, zero are coming from the for you page, which means mm. obviously I was shadow banned for some reason. I don't know why. But yeah, actually, yeah. that was going to be my next question is, you know, what have you seen as far as negatives on TikTok? Because the same thing happens to us. I feel like it goes in waves sometimes because sometimes we'll have a good run where we'll get like, you know, tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of views on videos. And then right. just like you, you'll post something and it'll get like, you know, 200 and you're like, yeah. And like I saw you post, um, you know, the the short clip of you in the JR studio and it had eight likes. And I was like, this guy gets That's, way more than. So <laughs> that was actually the video that I think started the shadow ban. And I don't know why, because if you look at the videos before that, it's yeah. 5,000, you know, 6,000, stuff like that. So it's funny you brought that up because I, I was like, should I take this down? I don't know. You know, but yeah, no, because uh, I literally saw that. I was like, no, this guy gets more than eight likes. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what's going on, but uh, my thing is just keep keep grinding, you know, just yeah. keep posting and hopefully it turns around. So, yeah, it'll come back. Did you? Yeah. Did you have a problem with videos getting taken down a lot? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So I get messages all the time, actually, from up and coming uh, cigar TikTokers and stuff. The people are trying to, you know, do what we what we do. And they ask me all the time, like, how are you not getting flagged? How are you not this and that? So uh, I don't know if people flag you, mm. not not you guys, but like if they can actually go on and flag you and report you, maybe that's what happens. I don't know. I don't think that's the case for us. Maybe yeah. uh, I would I would highly doubt that. But I know a lot of it is is the algorithm. But I know when I did start posting videos, especially in the very beginning, Anytime I had a cigar in the video like this, mm -hmm. or if I was lighting or smoking, immediately I got flagged for, um, for, uh, what was it called? The trade substance. of regulated goods, stuff like that. Regulated yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, uh, controlled substance, regulated yeah. goods. And then when I started doing more of the green screen and I started doing more of just me talking about cutters and lighters and stuff, then it started taking off. And then I started adding the cigars back in. And again, the algorithm picks up on one, but maybe not the other yeah. one. So. Well, I will but. say too, like kind of like you in the beginning, our videos were getting taken down left and right. And I feel like it kind of backed down. And I don't know specifically what the reason for that is. Maybe there's so many people doing it now and TikTok's getting, you know, obviously a bunch of users that are into cigars. They're thinking, okay, maybe we'll relax a little bit. Yeah. I, I don't know what the case is, but it's definitely been a lot less than it was like the first year we were doing it. We had like every third video would get taken down. Really? Yeah. Wow. It was pretty bad. Yeah, see, I don't know if it was that much for me. It, it definitely happened, uh, maybe like once a week. But in the very beginning, I was also posting crazy. Yeah, I was trying to, I was trying to post five, six times a day, uh, stuff like that. But I do know, and I like a business model. They're making money on me, and I'm sure they're right. making money on you. So, do are they pushing that because they're starting to see the dollar signs coming in? I exactly. Think so I think the algorithm kind of backs off. Oh, we're making money on these guys, so let's kind of, you know, <laughs> yeah. And you got guys like the Cigar Holtz on there and Daily Cigars. Cigars Daily is on there now. Right. So right. they're probably thinking, okay, they're bringing all those YouTubers over here too. That's a huge market in, you know, the cigar industry, you know, right. basically. And they're, they're directly competing yeah. with YouTube shorts. So um, I don't know if you guys started that on YouTube shorts, mm -hmm. but you got to hop on that. If yeah. You have it yeah. We, once we started our YouTube channel for the podcast uh youtube shorts right away because yeah that's the best way to grow on youtube right now yeah yep 
and it de you definitely get more likes, more more followers or subscribers, I should say, mm -hmm. more uh, comments on your videos and stuff that way. So yeah, no, that's definitely the way to do it. I mean, I, I see a bunch of um, newer, even actually a lot of older YouTube channels that are cigar themed channels, and they still don't do shorts. It's crazy. Really? Yeah. A lot of the big yeah. ones and a lot of the newer ones, they just post their podcasts or their videos or whatever. And some do good, some don't do as good. But, you know, if you post one short a day or even five a week, you know, that's going to help because those get thousands of views easily. Right. Now, I don't know what you guys. So I'm, I'm a one man show when it comes to my my social media. Mm -hmm. So you guys have somebody dedicated to that. Like, I mean, that's a full time job. <laughs> yeah, I would say that I'm like the dedicated person to social <laughs> media. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I basically have to tell these guys like semi content, semi content. So right. we all pitch in on the pictures and the videos. We get together now and, you know, make skits and make different how to's and stuff like that. So right. we're all in on the social media gang. But um, I basically growing up, social media and like video editing has always been my thing. And I'm actually uh, I have a marketing business as well. So awesome. that's been my thing. So I kind of like to do it also. Um, but you know, obviously since we started the podcast, it's been full steam ahead. So we're like yeah, basically four of us, you know, adding content pretty That's much awesome. weekly every day. Yeah. Yeah. And listen, it shows and you keep doing it. You guys are going to blow up. I mean, you guys are already blowing up, but I mean, the sky's the limit. You guys keep hustling. So absolutely. And yeah, I mean, it's impressive. I know you, you're the only guy doing the social media and it's, it's definitely hard. Uh, I mean, yeah. how many cigars do you have to smoke a day to do the videos? <laughs> Honestly, sometimes I, I don't want to admit it, but sometimes I have to put the cigar down and be like, all right, next video. You know what I mean? You have to. You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. I can't smoke 17 cigars in a day, but, um, you know, it's all in good fun. So. Yeah. That's what I think about Tim from Cigars Daily. Like he posts videos, multiple videos a day. I'm thinking how many cigars he has to smoke every single day. Yeah. My uh, one video I want to do soon. And I don't know if I'm going to do a TikTok live or if I'm going to actually make a video out of YouTube. I don't know. But I have the uh, Woody by, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. by Oscar. <laughs> and I posted a couple videos on there, like, you know, funny videos uh, with me and my wife, stuff about it. But um, recently I've been getting a lot of people like, when are you going to smoke it? When are you going to smoke it? You said you're going to smoke it. I'm like, dude, I'm going to be down in my, in my lounge here. I'm going to be down here for like 20 hours smoking yeah. that thing. You know? It's a big so, one. Yeah we, yeah, said, we said once that we were going to do it. Go ahead. Yeah, so uh, I think on our TikTok, when we we're like, uh, we, were, we were posting videos a lot and we started to gain, you know, some followers. I think we were at like 2,000 followers. And uh, we told, you know, everyone, we're like, all right, when we hit 10,000, we're going to smoke the Woody. And then lo and behold, like two weeks later, we hit 10,000 because everything <laughs> started blowing up. And we're like, yeah, oh, shoot. And we kind of forgot about it. And we're like, I think Alex brought it up. He's like, he's like, yo, like we're at 12,000. We need to smoke the Woody. And I'm like, I will do 50,000. We'll do 50,000. <laughs> yeah, you got it. You got it. You got it. Yeah, push it off. Push it off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> might, it might, might be a Christmas Day special. You know, be cold outside. Go get some apple cider or something. Get, get a bonfire you know? going. Yeah, get a bonfire. I think, yeah, I think that might be, that might be good. Yeah, we could light yeah, well, the cigar with the bonfire. Yeah. <laughs> you better, you better light that thing at like six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> well, yeah. hey, well, you know what? Yeah, we yeah. go to, this is what happens. We go to midnight mass, you know, every Christmas, right? So right after church, We'll light the cigar, and then by the time you know it's the morning, it'll be perfect. It'll, you know, yeah. we'll have like a good like <laughs> three inches left. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so actually, um, I know personally one guy that smoked the Woody, and he used to work at the cigar lounge we go to. So on his last day working there, he he had a 
I guess an eight or 10 hour shift. So he started it at the beginning of his shift and he probably had like a good three, four inches left by the end of his nine hour shift. Jesus. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I mean it, you, it's, it's got to be hurting after that. For sure. Yeah. yeah. It, it's a six to 10 hour smoke, depending on, I mean, it's, it's such a large cigar too. Like it, it could be anywhere from six to 10 hours easily. Yeah. I mean, I mean, some people, you know, the people who smoke in five, six hours, I mean, that's all that they're doing. Yeah. You know, yeah, they're yeah. trying to yeah. finish it. You know, they can, they just smoke it continuously. I'm taking um, like a lunch break in between. Yeah, exactly. Got yeah. Got you. And yeah, if it, yeah, for me, yeah, it would take me probably like 10 hours to smoke it. It would you take know, carry. probably like four. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Yeah, yeah we're, yeah, we're going to get it. To, we're going to give it to Jared. He will smoke it in one podcast. <laughs> I think uh, I think one of the guys at Cigar Daily did it in one one video or something like that over That's the course insane. of a day. Damn. Oh, okay, yeah. So it was yeah. a day, but they cut it up or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So still crazy. Yeah, yeah. it is. It, yeah. So, so. Maybe soon, guys. Maybe soon. <laughs> yeah. Fifty thousand. Fifty thousand. <laughs> hey. If I if, yeah, if I got fifty thousand, I'll do it. <laughs> That's so, it. You know what? Both of us get fifty thousand. We'll come back right. out here. Yeah. And we'll, we'll, We'll do it. We'll do it live. Yeah. There we'll, you go. We will fly up to Jersey and we'll, we'll go to JR Cigars. We'll go, we'll go everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you guys you guys come into my cigar lounge. Oh, there we go. There we go. I built I built a cigar lounge in my basement. I got air uh, exhaust fans, everything. So the full nine. So you guys are more than welcome anytime you come up. See, that's one thing you're blessed with over there is you, you guys got basements. You know, we got garages yeah. over here. We don't got basements. If I had a basement, right, right. oh man, that thing would be a cigar lounge, gun range, everything <laughs> all in one. <laughs> yeah. So, so when are you smoking the Woody? When? Yeah. Well, he said it 50,000. <laughs> yeah. If I, if, yeah, I'll, I'll call it out right now. If I could get 50,000 followers or, you know, subscribers or whatever on TikTok. Yeah, absolutely. I'll do it. After the podcast, yeah. I'm gonna go buy one and try it out. <laughs> if you try it out send me the video okay. i want to see if you can finish all <laughs> you so, better have some food in your stomach too yeah for real <laughs> where can um our viewers find you on tiktok uh tiktok um the uh handle is the cigar host mm -hmm. so uh you go there hopefully you can find me um i'm, I'm sure then, you can uh, yeah yeah if as long as i'm not uh shadow banned or blacklisted or whatever that is true that but, is true yeah, yeah, so at the cigar host on TikTok, is that the same for your Instagram? It is. And then my personal on the Instagram is uh, Joey Shortstack, which was from when I was bodybuilding, but yeah. I had a decent following, so I didn't want to change over the name, so I just kept it. And your website? My website is thecigarhost.com. All right. Yep. So you can go on there if anybody's interested. I do travel all over, like I said, the country. We'll even go out you know, to Italy or wherever you want us to go. I know I had an inquiry, but uh, out in Portugal. Mm. So uh, we'll, we'll see if that turns out. We'll see. Have you done um, any outside of the country yet? So, no, I've I gone to uh, visit my uncle in Italy and I put out leads out there, like trying to work mm -hmm. with event planners and stuff like that. So I um, I'm hoping that I could do that because, like I said, my uncle lives out there and I would love to make that a point to go out there more often and especially on business and, and do it that way. But, uh, you know, I, I would. I had a lot of leads, you know, uh, Bermuda, Dominican Republic, stuff like that. That just never panned out because, again, I, I can't take a loss, you know, so you would have to cover my travel and mm -hmm. stuff like that. But some people want what they want. And, you know, it, it depends if the number's right, then we're going. So have you done any events in Florida yet? Uh, no, not in Florida. I did one in Nashville and then um, I had a couple inquiries out in California. But again, that didn't pan out. 
But uh, I would say Nashville was my furthest one that I've done so far. Okay, well, if one of us decides to get married, we'll fly you out. <laughs> yeah, I have family in Florida. So I, I actually used to live down in Cape Coral when I was younger. Oh, nice. So, uh, But yeah, I'll, I'll come down. For sure. Yeah, I, I was going to say too, um, I had your, I don't know where it is. I had your business card and I told Jared, I was like, oh, this is cool because it's like an actual like credit card, you know, a plastic card. Yeah. Yep. So my uh, my mindset with that is I don't know if it's 100 percent true, but my mindset with that was it's uh it's a little bit harder to throw away something that's plastic than paper that gets ruined in your pocket. True. So, um, again, it shows off elegance and and, and class, and that's why I kind of wanted to spend the extra the you know extra couple bucks on those. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean it it definitely works out. I mean that's why think about how many people have iPhones and how many boxes iPhone boxes they have over the years. You know they just keep them because it's they're so perfect and you know they never get ruined that right. they don't want to throw them away. They feel like, oh, this is something of value. I'm not going to toss this, you know, versus right. you're right. Like a business card, you know, someone gives it to you, you just put it in your pocket. And then when you get home, you take it out of your pocket. It's all wrinkled. It's folded. It's, or you, you just know. wash your pants with it. Yeah. And it, yeah. 100%, it looks bad. 100%. Yeah. yeah. You wash your pants with a regular business card. You're done. The, you can't even read it. So that's why that's why I went with plastic. You know, it can go through the wash, go through the dry cleaners. If you have a suit on, next thing you know, you get your jacket back. You still have a card in it. So, yeah. And I will say, too, for our viewers, we have um, one cigar left from Joe, the cigar host. We're going to include that in our next giveaway bag. So you're going to get a couple cigars, including this cigar rolled by Joe himself for you to try. And uh, basically, you know, the post is going to be on our Instagram. Leave a comment in the description or leave a comment below this podcast to enter or go to our Instagram and leave a comment there. More details are going to be there. But, yeah, we're going to give away one of these cigars to you guys and, uh, you know, you can enjoy it just like we did because um, we're, since we're wrapping it up here, I will say the cigar was really good. Draw stayed the same. Construction was really good. Good flavor for Connecticut because I've said a couple of times we're not big Connecticut guys, but there are those specific cigars where we do enjoy, you know, getting a Connecticut in the morning or in the evening. Sometimes there's right. certain ones that hit good. And this is one of them. Thank you. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. And then. One more time before we wrap it up, at The Cigar Host on social media, thecigarhost.com. If you want to book or just, you know, take a little browse, maybe you're getting married soon, you know, just put thought in the back of your head. But That's I right. wanted to thank you for coming on, Joe. It was a pleasure having you. Yeah, it was an absolute pleasure of you guys inviting me on, and I, I appreciate your time. Keep doing what you guys are doing. You're killing it, and uh, you're, it, everything you're doing is inspirational to me as well. So I, I love uh, growing this community helping everybody out and this is what it's all about so i appreciate likewise it. my friend thank you for coming yeah. on thank you man appreciate yeah it. so thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the cigar guys podcast be sure to subscribe and hit the notification bell so you can stay updated when we upload new episodes our social media is down in the description as well you can find a bunch of short content at the cigar host on tiktok thanks again for tuning in we'll see you next time take care